everyone. Welcome to What Really Works, a mental health podcast for young adults and youth. In these podcasts, you can expect to hear us chat about mental health and provide well-being tips and tricks with the odd joke thrown in. What Really Works is brought to you by Discovery College, an initiative run by the Canadian Mental Health Association, Kelowna, where lived and living experience and learned experience informs everything we do. Now let's get started with today's episode. Hello, What Really Works listeners. How are you doing today, Olivia? I'm literally about to cry. Like, Becky and I have been trying to record this podcast, and we're recording this podcast about burnout. And I literally just can't, I'm having such a hard time talking about it. And I think it's because I am so burnt out. So talking about this stuff is just like reinforcing that. It's like, shoot, there's a lot going on and you are so done with everything. And uh, maybe I just needed to say that and hopefully that'll like get me on track of what we're talking about today. Um and what we are talking about today is is burnout. And I'm sure and I hope that, that this will be a good topic for us to discuss because I think a lot of people are really feeling the same way. And we'll get into a little bit about what burnout is later in this episode. But essentially, it's just feeling incredibly overwhelmed and not knowing why, which is exactly what's coming up for me right now. Yeah. And, you know, we always try and, you know, talk about a mental health topic or something that relates to mental health, right? Um, and share some tips and tricks. And some of those things that we talk about are close to our hearts. Some of them are not as close to our hearts. But I think, like Olivia mentioned, you know, this one I think is going to be quite real for us both because, you know, we're both pretty fed up and feeling extremely burnt out at the moment. Like I imagine so many of you listening today are. So I think we will chat openly and honestly about what's going on for us maybe some of the things we found to be helpful um and hopefully you know just hearing that you're not the only person that's feeling burnt out or overwhelmed or whatever it is that you're feeling you know you know that you're not alone in that and that a lot of us are in most of us are in this situation at some point or another I guess we'll get started with discussing what burnout is by definition so we'll get started with talking about what the definition of burnout is and Becky says it really well so I'm going to pass it to her. I'll try and explain it. So burnout generally when we're speaking about it and it's going to look for different for each and every one of us but burnout generally is when we're overwhelmed with high amounts of stress for long periods of time. So when we have a lot of stress in our lives, whether that's in work or in our personal lives, whatever it is, we have those high levels of stress and they're kind of not going away. And it's feeling overwhelming trying to just try and manage that and cope with that. And as you can imagine, high levels of stress for a long amount of time just means that we eventually just get fatigued from it. Well, our brains are always running at 100 miles an hour mm-hmm. when we are pro- when we have prolonged stress. It would be like running a marathon and then taking a sip of water and then running another marathon and then a sip of water and then another marathon. And it's just something that is that continues to to go and go and go and go without giving our brain a rest. We're not able to give ourselves a rest and we can see how all of us would be feeling that way with the situation that's happening right now with COVID. And for some folks, a lot of folks, actually, we can see how that would come up when we're thinking about the state of our politics in the world right now and the state of our global affairs. Um, 
it's a constant things like that are a constant stress for the majority of people right now which means that the majority of people are feeling quite burnt out and if you have been noticing that you're experiencing a lot of frustration at just anything and everything feeling exhausted feeling as though everything seems like a waste of time or everything seems like a waste of your energy Uh, you're sleeping longer you have a lack of motivation perhaps you're feeling a bit of anxiety or depression if you're feeling intensely frustrated and angry and it's hard for you to pinpoint exactly where that's coming from and even if you can it's difficult for you to move past those feelings then most likely what you're experiencing is burnout yeah and what makes burnout so tricky in you know what we're talking about like you say in regards to just like everything that's been going on for in our lives for such a long period of time is it's something that's hard to avoid you know quite often we talk about burnout for example like I experienced burnout in the workplace before like my when I first started working basically after I left uni I became very burnt out from kind of a high stress job and my way of being able to support myself with that was to take a little break have a little bit of time away from that high amount of stress and then set in some like healthier boundaries learn about what that means and get better at that and practice that do some things that bring me some joy and that kind of stuff to help finally reduce that overwhelming part but what's really hard about burnout me and Olivia saying that we're experiencing burnout in relation to things like the things that are going on in the world is it's really hard to take a break from it I was smiling at Becky because she said you know the things that supported her with that burnout that she was experiencing after university is things like setting boundaries and being non-judgmental and being compassionate and all of these really great wellness tools that we have shared with you what really works listeners and that Becky and I implement in our professional lives but also our personal lives to be supportive of our well-being unfortunately <laughs> the things like setting boundaries and being compassionate and being non-judgmental are exactly the things that we are burnt out with right now yeah they're feeling harder than they should do for me yeah and they're not support they're not really feeling supportive for us anymore because we have been running this marathon for so long And in the beginning, I think following tips and tricks like remaining compassionate and being nonjudgmental and setting boundaries are were really helpful and they might still be really helpful for you. But (laughs) I think right now it's like we're we're trying to look for different things. Right. I'm looking for different things to help me maintain my wellness and to help me get rid of this feeling of burning out. And that's just becoming harder and harder and harder because this marathon is just getting longer and longer and longer. Yeah, and like you say, it's it's especially tricky when some of the things that I'm feeling fatigued from or fed up of are some of the things that I would normally find the most helpful for me when it comes to that experience of burnout or just the experience of stress in general. Like you mentioned about boundaries, right? Is like, I would say I'm generally quite good with my boundaries in my life. But I definitely feel tired of having to think about setting them. Exactly. We're tired. I'm just tired of thinking about things, you know. I'm sure a lot of people can relate when one of your friends asks to hang out. The first thing that you think of is, okay, where? 
where are we where are we going to hang out is it going to be outside is it going to be a safe space should I even be seeing this person because they're outside of my household how do I set that boundary with that person without letting them down all very supportive ways of dealing with a potential conflict or communicating with someone all very important but we're just tired of doing it we just want to say oh yeah of course like yeah let's hang out right and that's the hard thing is just everything I think is becoming progressively more difficult to continue to think about yeah and when we're burnt out you know some of the biggest things that we do have a hard time with is like you say kindness fatigue compassion fatigue trying not to judge others fatigue which like Olivia mentioned with some of the core things that were spoken about from the very start and the more we try and do them it can feel more tiring I don't know about you but sometimes I just feel like I have less time for people yeah when you're burnt out you totally feel like you have less time for people and since we're burnt out because of something that is affecting every person it can sometimes feel as though you're burnt out from those daily things that you have to do in life you know like I am having such a hard time doing things like cooking dinner. I'm having such a hard time doing things like communicating with my friends about how I feel. Um, I'm do I'm having a really hard time empath- empathizing with my friends or like empathizing with the people around me because it's something that we have needed to do so consistently and for so long. And it's actually really hard. You know, it's really hard to set boundaries. It's really hard to be empathetic. It's really hard to be constantly thinking about how the things in the world are affecting ourselves and also how they're affecting our loved ones and everyone else. Those are tiring things to think about. And when we constantly have to think about them or when they're constantly in the back of our heads, that takes a large toll. And I think during this stage of the pandemic, we're worn out of thinking about those things. So what what do we do? What do we do when we're worn out with all of our wellness tools and worn out with just everything? Yeah, and it's so hard, right? Especially when, I don't know about you, but the way that I know I'm getting burnt out is my irritability. (laughs) I get so irritable and I've definitely been more irritable recently. And like small things will be what irritates me so I am one I will admit I am 100% triggered by the term or the two terms self-care no well yeah I mean <laughs> self-care is one of them but I was actually gonna say uncertain times or oh, unprecedented times oh my God. I like just want to scream when I hear that because I'm so and I'm so irritable and I sometimes have to really check in with myself and be like hey Becky like all you heard was a phrase on the radio like and you are getting this angry about this, like you're not doing okay today. <laughs> you got, are burnt out today. I got so upset that my the lady that took my order at Starbucks today wanted to chat with me. You know, like at the window, I was just trying to get my Starbucks and she was like, oh my God, like I love your lipstick. Like you look so pretty. Really nice things that someone's saying to me. And I'm like, stop talking to me. <laughs> I just want my coffee and to leave. It's like, no, I am, Becky knows me. I am so outgoing. I love a good chat. I will chat anyone's ear off. I love it. And for me to be feeling as though like someone please don't talk to me is like, whoa, you need to check in with yourself. But then when I'm checking in with myself, I'm feeling like, well, what can I do? Mm -hmm. I don't know what I can do. You know, I can't change the situations around me. I can't change the fact that COVID is still a thing. And 
you know, I can't take these things out of my life that are causing me stress. If you're feeling burnt out because of a relationship, because of a job, um, because of the tra- like more traditional things that we typically feel burnt out about, the first thing that someone will suggest is like, okay, like, then you need to set some boundaries and you need to take a break from those things. Tell me how we take a break from COVID. If someone can <laughs> tell me how we take a break from it, cool. Let me know because I need to know. <laughs> I, I can't even answer that. I know. And, and you know what? In our podcasts, we try really, really hard to have a topic, explain that topic, give some wellness tools and tips and tricks about how we can really cope with what we're experiencing and move forward from that or like be helpful you know Becky and I really try to be helpful whether it be from our professional experience or our lived and living experience and right now I just feel like we are riding the same wave as everyone else (laughs) and I have no idea how to get off of it but I mean there are some things that we can do that we'll try to suggest Um, but you might even feel burnt out of listening about the time of type of things that we can do. Well, and that's the thing, you know, if you are feeling bent out about hearing the term self-care and because that's been a big one, right? Has Mm -hmm. been self-care. That's okay. Like that's all I can say is like, that's okay if you are fed up of hearing somebody going, you need to look after your mental health Mm -hmm. or that's okay if you're bent out about hearing about how like we need to be doing self-care over self-soothing. Like that's okay because mental health has been a big part of this pandemic and that has meant that there's been a lot more education out there in regards to that and that's been absolutely amazing if you're done hearing about that there are obviously some things like around self-care that can be incredibly helpful but what we're going to talk about today is just some things that me and Olivia have been using ourselves that we've found to be helpful when things like boundaries are feeling tiring or things like being compassionate are feeling tiring the things that quite often are generally helpful so those are great but like Olivia said we're kind of all riding this wave where sometimes we need to switch up what is supportive for us because sometimes we can wear those tools out and that's okay and we sometimes just need to look in other places for supportive things so where do you want to start? I want to start with the one that honestly has been is the most realistic for me right now And the thing that is like genuinely helping me right now, and that is humor. For me, that's like the one thing that I can really lean into right now where I'm like, actually, yes, this is supportive for my mental well-being. This is supportive for the burnout that I'm experiencing. And that's just having a laugh. That is having a laugh with you. That is taking this situation, um, the global situation, and being like, you know what? bleep this I'm so done with (laughs) I'm so done with this um but then like kind of kind of making a joke about it you know like having a having a crack at myself like doing that sort of stuff not making light of the situation but being more light about it you know the thing with humor and there's been so much research into how humor has been an incredibly useful coping mechanism for people in those high stress jobs where burnout is maybe more likely to occur in that person's life and there's been so many pieces of research that's like humor is genuinely a really great coping strategy when it comes to long-term stress because it you know we might not think about it when we do use humor but it does put a different perspective on that situation that we're looking at and you know what humor we can still acknowledge like what's going on for us in a very real way but we can also you know like you say choose to take that perspective of like kind of find a little bit of light in this darkness. 
humor also releases those dope the mm-hmm. dopamine right that we that we need where it's like yeah the entire world feels like it's burning right now but <laughs> it's okay <laughs> you know like i just feel like maybe leaning into that whole whole meme mentality right now is that's the thing that's getting me through it it's uh is using that as my coping strategy and not completely laughing off all of my problems and everything that I'm experiencing, but using that humor, like you're saying, to create another perspective and really round out what I'm experiencing rather than leaning so heavily into like, oh my gosh, I'm not okay. It's about creating that rounded view of what's going on, right? We can still check in and be like, you know what? I'm really not okay today. That's fine. But then other times we can, you know, lean into that humor and be like, you know what? Laughing about this is actually making me feel a little bit better. I mean, my family literally all the time go to each other like, oh, if you don't laugh, you'll cry. And I'm like, that's, it's very true. Like, I like that. Um, they're not two sides of the same coin, but they definitely create that rounded out view. What about you? What's really helping? What's the number one thing that's supportive for you right now? So this is a bit of a random one, actually. Music. So Olivia, you know this. Like, I love listening to music. And I'm from the UK, so like the music scene is absolutely huge there, especially with the like type of music that I like listening to. And especially when I'm feeling particularly homesick, I actually listen to music that I know is huge in the UK and there's actually a specific DJ who does like the Friday night dance show in the UK that like me and all my friends would listen to in the UK and I would listen to it like every Friday night and it's on at 10 a.m in Canada and every Friday at 10 a.m I put it on and honestly like as soon as I hear Annie Mac's voice come onto the radio I'm immediately like I don't feel homesick anymore I feel really connected with like my friends because I know that they're listening to this like and the like music really takes me back to like home makes me feel really connected with my family but also like puts a big smile on my face like have a little dance while I'm like working so yeah I don't think I ever realized how big of an impact music actually has on my mood and how I'm feeling until the pandemic when I started leaning on it more to be like, okay, like this song is actually lifting up my mood. I'm actually feeling a lot better for it. It's one joy for me that helps with like my homesickness, but then also the burnout of what's going on for me. Yeah. So leaning into those joys, if we're able to identify them, I think identifying those joys has become a lot more difficult because some of the things that we do really, really love doing are limited or perhaps we're just feeling incredibly unmotivated which is how I feel or maybe we're feeling incredibly cynical which is another kind of symptom of burnout so identifying those things that give us joy can be quite difficult Um, but that's okay you know even if it's something that just gives you like a little a smile just a quick smile on your face for a couple seconds that's great and maybe we can lean into that a little bit more Um, I know something that I've been leaning into is mindfulness actually and hypnosis um that's been giving me quite a bit of joy because it takes my mind off of what's happened and what is happening and all of the thinking that I'm doing about that and brings me to the present moment and really grounds me in my physical body which is kind of the only thing that I feel like I can actually rely on right Mm -hmm. now because my mental space is all over the place so doing Um, I do a lot of hypnosis, like I listen to a lot of hypnosis videos on to set my intentions, especially when I'm sleeping. So I'll look up 
kindness and gratitude hypnosis and then kind of fall asleep to that and then I hope that the next day I'm feeling more like kindness and gratitude and things like that so kind of a mix of mindfulness um, hypnosis and intention setting is something that's like been helpful for me but at the same time I need the motivation to do those things and finding that motivation has been kind of difficult especially when you're feeling burnt out yeah motivation is a tricky one because the more burnt out we feel, the less motivation we have. And the less motivation we have, the harder it is to do those things that support ourselves. I think motivation is something that I've heard a lot of people are struggling with right now. And for folks that are like me, a lot of my motivation comes from feeling productive and feeling as though I'm making steps towards like a future that I'm envisioning for myself Um, you know, making steps towards like improving my character, improving my relationships or just, you know, like working on myself. And in the pandemic and with everything happening right now, that's feeling harder and harder and harder, right? To not only because I don't want to visualize what the future is looking like right now, but because I'm just, it's a lack of things that are making me feel productive. But one of the things and probably the thing that has helped me the most with that with feeling motivated and trying to feel productive is drawing on what a really really good and a special friend to me said is like well you know we don't always have to be productive we don't always need to be to be finding meaning we don't always need to be like trying to be our very best sometimes what we need to do is just like hibernate and let our brains hibernate and let our bodies hibernate just like a bear does in the winter Um, And that really, really stuck out to me because it's like giving myself permission to just not be okay right now. And that actually helps with my burnout. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah, like that really, I'm going to use the word kind. But yeah, it's that kind view to yourself of, you know what, I'm okay where I'm at right now. And being not okay is that's okay. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Like I'm not okay with where I'm at right now, but I'm okay that I'm not okay. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. So that's actually been helpful. Yeah. And I think that's something that I I got really sick of, especially like more towards the start of the pandemic, if there was a specific start, (sighs) was there was that definite like view that you needed to be productive. Mm -hmm. And that that view seems to have calmed down a lot now. Not everybody's making sourdough all the time and making me feel guilty for not baking. <laughs> but, you know, just do be kind, like, be nice to ourselves when it comes to that. You know, we, it's okay to not be productive when we're feeling burnt out, right? If we need to just have a day of using so, really little energy because we're so fatigued, that's okay. And I think when I think about fatigue, when I'm feeling burnt out, I'm like, why am I feeling tired? Why am I feeling fatigued? And then I get frustrated with myself because I'm feeling that way, right? It's like, why am I, like, I just want to be active. I just want to move my body. I just want to have the energy to cook for myself. Like, you so badly just want to be motivated, but you're just not. And accepting that is really difficult, but it's something that I've had to try to lean into. And it's hard every day to accept that. But sometimes there's steps that we can take to motivate ourselves. And sometimes the steps that we have to take to motivate ourselves is just giving ourselves a break. It's impossible to continue to run at 100 percent 
Um, and it might not feel like you're running at 100% because maybe you're staying at home most of the day or maybe you have like a lack of motivation to do the things that make you feel as though you're, you know, being productive. Um, so you're getting down on yourself for not feeling motivated. But in actuality, there's a lot of things going on in our brains that are causing us to not feel that way. You know, like we might not be able to see them on a daily basis. We not, might not be able to track those things that are making us feel stressed. But there are they they're there. I feel like we all just need to kind of chill out on our expectations. <laughs> just chill out. But no, and that's something that I've been really having to manage myself is because I'm I'm the worst at putting stupidly high expectations on myself, which then sends me down that road that you're talking about, Olivia of why aren't I being motivated enough? Why aren't I being productive enough? Why aren't I achieving enough when I have all this time now at home? Mm-hmm. I should be able to achieve even more. I should be able to be more productive. And I need to chill out on my expectations and be like, hey, like my expectation is just to get through the day. Uh, and yeah. that's okay. Yeah. I yeah, You know, I feel the same way. I I have not been eating very healthy lately, and I also have not been exercising as much as I usually would. And I've been feeling so down on myself for that because it's like, you have so much time. You have time to be doing these things because you can't really do anything else in the state of our world right now. But I have to remind myself that, you know what, if I'm not eating healthy right now, if I'm not exercising right now, I know that maybe that's not the most supportive for myself like right now, but in the long term, giving myself a break so that I can recuperate and so that I can like eventually find the motivation to begin doing those things again. Because when you're burnt out, you need to give yourself time. Forcing these things on ourselves only creates more like guilt and shame and judgment. So we just need to be like, you know what, I'm doing the best I can right now. And what that is, it is going to look very different for each and every one of us. If your best is wearing your pajamas, ordering Domino's, and binge-watching a Netflix show, I'm right there with you. That's my best right now, and I need to try to be okay with it. Eventually, I will get out of this slump. Eventually, we'll, we will all get out of this slump, and then we'll be able to start like making those money moves that we want to be making. But for now, if that's not happening, that's okay. We just need to try to be kind to ourselves. And we do need to do those things, obviously, that are going to help us out but we can't force it we need to yeah like say it's just taking it one step every day right like we can't enforce the ultimate routine of good choices every single day Mm -hmm. because I mean you can get burnt out from that so never mind getting while you're already feeling burnt out so like you say you know just checking in and be like hey you know what today is not the day where I you know, make all my food for the week. That's going to be really healthy. I just don't have that in me. That's okay. Tomorrow's another day. We might feel like we're able to do that the next day. We might not, but then another day is going to come after that, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think it's just about step by step. Another thing that I found quite helpful is just like releasing your emotions. Um, If you're feeling burnt out, often we just don't really know where that's coming from. And I think especially right now it's like yeah we can identify that perhaps it's COVID or perhaps it's like the the state of our global affairs and global politics or whatever it might be we can identify that on like a broad scale but sometimes it's hard to identify specifically what is causing us to feel burnt out 
that can be frustrating because every day it's like you might wake up and you're like, oh, I just want to cry. Like, oh, I just don't feel myself. Oh, I'm just like upset or and you just want to feel like yourself, you know. So releasing those emotions can be a really healthy thing to do. Sometimes we want to push those emotions away because we're like, oh, you know what? I can just move past those and I can just be how I want to be. You know, I can just be myself. I'll get over it. Where in actuality, sometimes leaning into those things, leaning into that sadness and being like, I just need to have I just need to cry for an hour. Mm -hmm. I just need to like run around, like throw my hands up in the air and like <laughs> scream around, you know, like that's what I need to do. And yeah. I'm going to do that. That's that is me. One hundred percent. Because so I'll have it where I'll like feel like, really sad for like three days mm -hmm. in a row. And I'm like, it's not me to feel sad for like three days in a row. And then something really small will tip me over the edge. My classic example that I always like to use is the day I burnt prawns and then started hysterically oh, yeah. crying about it. Favorite story ever. I've heard this story so many so times. So many times. <laughs> Tell it again. Yeah. yeah, like I said, I started absolutely sobbing over these burnt prawns for a good 10 minutes. And then afterwards, I was like, I've released all of that tension, all of those emotions from those like past three days. And I feel so much lighter. Mm -hmm. I feel so much better through that cry. And you know what? Depending on what that emotion is, sometimes I, I mean, I'm an angry crier as well. So when I'm really <laughs> irritable or really angry, it'll come out through tears. And that's my way of kind of releasing it so that I can then say like, okay, hey, what do I want to do with this now? Otherwise, it's just like too pent up for me to even focus on anything. Sometimes it's doing exercise, especially when I'm angry. It really helps with like reps and stuff. I'm like, I'm so angry. Like squat. <laughs> I'm so angry. <laughs> um, but like releasing can come in many different forms. The just important thing is to obviously do it in a safe way. So, <laughs> you know, if you are somebody who likes to release that anger and uh, feel like, you know, do it through cardio or through crying or something like that um but it's about kind of reducing whatever emotion it is that you were talking about olivia from it being a 10 to maybe being a six and then when it's a six maybe we can think about a little bit more about where we want to go for it there and an emotion is a lot more manageable at a six than it is at a 10 yeah, I think that that's an important thing is not forcing ourselves, you know, like not forcing ourselves to immediately feel better, not forcing ourselves to be happy or be energetic or be productive. We just right now, I think we just need to give our minds and our bodies what our minds and our bodies are saying that we need. And that could look like crying that could look like being you know starting something new it can look like a whole bunch of different things but if you're able to identify what you need right now then go for it you know another way of releasing talking yeah <laughs> Olivia's done talking I really it's not that I'm done talking it's that sometimes I worry about the the pressure that I'm putting on others right now when I want to talk mm -hmm. you know I think especially because I'm quite aware that a lot of my friends are burnt out or a lot of the people around me are burnt out as well. So when I'm talking to them about that experience or whatever it is that's making me upset, that's sometimes in the back of my mind. So I don't know if you have any advice for that, Becky, because like talking for me has just kind of been a hard thing because when I'm talking, I'm like, you know, but I don't want to put that on that person. And mm -hmm. usually I have pretty good understanding of that and boundaries of that and knowing that like my friend will tell me if they don't want to hear this. But when there's a general understanding that, everyone's feeling burnt out it's kind of hard for me to to be doing that yeah so I would kind of go two thoughts come to mind for me on that one and I think 
that comes down to a person's comfortability of speaking to somebody that isn't within their friendship group or with, isn't a family member. What I mean by that is maybe like somebody who is like a supportive professional. Yeah. So whether that is reaching out to a school counsellor, if that's reaching out to peer support, if that's reaching out to CMHA Colonna's virtual counselling which is like an hour long if you really need to just be able to like talk out what I'm going through. That's where those support services can be incredibly helpful because that person there is to listen to you in a supportive way and hopefully will have the resources to not be burnt out from that conversation. But I also understand that not everybody is in a place where they feel like they're comfortable or would like to speak to somebody that isn't their best friend or their parent or their partner. And that's where writing or recording what we want to say can be incredibly helpful. Mm. So sometimes, especially if we, you know me, Olivia, I'm such a verbal processor. So say for me to get to like my final brain point, I have to like say it out loud, don't I? Mm -hmm. Before I actually get to like what I want um, and to make sense of it. So for me, me actually saying it out loud actually helps me process that information and also release what I'm going through. I'll just like sit and have a rant to myself. And that helps me kind of like process what I'm going through, like release any like irritations that I'm experiencing or maybe like I'm feeling upset about something and I'm trying to work it out. Then me actually speaking to myself can be incredibly helpful or writing it down if you're somebody who works that way or you could like record it. Sometimes just like saying it out loud can be or writing it down, just like getting it out in the open can be incredibly helpful in us processing what's happening for us. And then also what I always try and do myself as well is try to end it on a more of a, maybe not necessarily a super positive note, but not on a negative. Mm. Our brains work in a really cool but interesting way where they remember kind of the start and the end and the middle point of something, but not necessarily the bits either side and in between that. Um, so if we finish it on more of a positive note or maybe we feel like a bit of a more complete note or a, I'm going to leave it there and I'll come back to it when I'm ready that's kind of how it'll leave us when we leave that conversation with ourselves on a little bit more of a I'm able to move on from that rather than sit and ruminate on it you know what all of that is so helpful for me because it's it's hilarious we're like you're like oh yeah talking to people really helps and I'm like no I don't want to talk to anyone but really I'm talking to you right now right I'm telling you how I feel and then you as both my friend and also a mental health professional like well these are the things that you can do to support yourself it's hilarious. I'm also a mental health professional. And the last thing I even thought about is like, oh, yeah, haven't checked in with my counselor in a while. <laughs> <laughs> Should probably do that. So it's incredibly helpful to have these conversations with folks because not only do you not feel alone, like I don't feel alone in the way that I'm feeling with being incredibly burnt out because Becky has been vulnerable and let me know that that's how she's feeling too, um, which is supportive. And then it's also supportive to receive, you know, some advice when when someone asks about what I could be doing because I didn't think about the fact that I should check in with my counselor again. <laughs> uh, I also didn't think about the fact that I should talk to myself. That's not something that I have really, I've tried it, but not something that I usually use as one of my wellness tools. And now I'm going to try it. So 
talking can be very supportive, not only because it lets us release whatever we're experiencing, but we get new ideas. And I think right now, new ideas and new perspectives about what's happening and what we can do do to support ourselves are really, really helpful. And I think, like you say, a big part of it is understanding we're not alone and just feeling a bit fed up with everything. Mm -hmm. Knowing that there's people alongside you going, you know what, I'm just as fed up as you are. can be incredibly comforting. It Um, can be, yeah. yeah. And it also puts less expectations on us because realistically, if everyone's fed up, if everyone's not feeling themselves, it makes it so much easier to be like, you know what, I'm just not feeling it today. I'm just not myself because you're like, oh, everyone else is probably feeling that way too. And that's really what we wanted to get to with this podcast today. We wanted to provide some tools that we can use that we have found helpful with our incredibly burnt out state right now, but also just remind all of our listeners, all of you What Really Works listeners, that you're really not alone in this. And, you know, Becky and I, we don't have all the answers, but what we can do is we can be open And we can share our experiences with all of you and hopefully make this podcast feel like a community where if you've taken away one thing from today and that one thing is that you're not alone in what you're experiencing and that heck yeah, Olivia is burnt out as heck and doesn't want to deal with anyone and Becky is too. And you're like, feel some comfort in that. That's all we really want. Yeah. Honestly, just good luck to everyone out there. We feel you. And I hope you have a, a, a good week. Thanks again for listening to us. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. You can find us on all major podcast streaming platforms. And if you don't want to miss any future episodes, you can follow us or subscribe to What Really Works. To find more from Discovery College, go to discoverycollegecolona.com. And thanks again to Staple Studio in supporting us to produce this podcast.